to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fish Hawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12- and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team-building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. You swallow it. Welcome in, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Our uh, number, uh, wow. It's our number three. Last, we're in the last hour. How'd that happen? Uh, we're out here broadcasting live out at the uh, Beast Feast, out at the FFA uh, Training Center, out in the... Uh, Lake Pierce, Tokyo, Davenport, the suburbs of Haines City, Imperial, know, but, but but there's all kinds of stuff around <laughs> us. So it's we're out in the middle of nowhere, but we're at the end of uh, Fire Tower Road. I know that, and uh, the Beast Feast is going to be happening a little bit later on this afternoon. If you would like to come out, it's perfectly okay. It's legal. Uh, public is invited to the FFA Leadership Training Center. It's a great place to host a special event, wedding, bar mitzvah, anything. Uh, Turkey Banquet, Ducks Unlimited, whatever you want to do, it's all out here. It's a perfect place to do it. As a matter of fact, uh, not only do they have the Beast Feast coming up, but uh, uh, Mother's Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, Jonathan, Mm -hmm. they're having the Mother's Day brunch out here. Yes. You can bring Mama out here for a beautiful day of 
sun and fun, throw her in the pool, and then feed her and send her on her way. Yeah. And uh, they're going to have that out here as well. But uh, today, the Beast Feast is happening. You are welcome to come out and join us. It's going to be lots of food. There's going to be uh, pork and beef and frog and chicken and wild hog and venison and anything else you can think of, kangaroo. plus dessert and uh, everything else. Is there a kangaroo out here this year? Kangaroo. Oh, wait, there's another voice talking. I don't yeah. know who this guy is. Uh, I need a... Some strange man came up and sat in the chair. I could I take care of that. Oh, you can? So this is a... Uh, uh, we talk about the Leadership Training Center and how long it's been here. Well, let's just say that this is one of my partners in crime from my FFA days. And, yes, I can say partners in crime uh-huh. because, thank God, these walls can't talk. And the statute of limitations is running out. Yeah, well, exactly. And they uh, – I don't even want to know. And, and our wives hopefully aren't listening right now. So, But this is one of my best buddies is Dusty Holly. Uh, a few of his accolades that I can – give him harass, or harass him a little bit on he is the this year and i don't know if it's permanent moving forward but he's the boss man for nah, it's a one-year term oh man he was the big boss man for the silver spurs rodeo oh really? yeah, cool. and he is the public relations for the director of field services excuse me sorry what does that mean what's what's uh he likes talking to people oh is that what it is <laughs> Very nice. That's for the Florida Cattlemen's Association. Yes. That's so, still around? Oh, yes, sir. I mean, we still have cows in the state of Florida? I we thought st- they were replaced by automobiles and uh, people from uh, <laughs> Michigan. No, we still have close to a million head of mama cows, and we have more of the biggest ranches than any other state in the union. I you mean, know, it's funny. As my kids got an education on the way here, we were talking, and, of course, my daughter is, you know, oh, look, cows, oh, my, oh, there's cows. I said, you know, you know, Denny, you know, that Florida used to be, Back in the day, it was the number one cattle-producing state in the Union. And she's like, no way. I said, yeah, there were more cows here than there were in Texas. And I think for a number of years, uh, they fell to all the way to number two after uh, Texas for a while. I don't think a lot of people just actually knew how many cows are we were still, running are we back to number here. one? No, so we, that, that's a bit of a misnomer. So, well... Uh, we still have the biggest cattle ranches in the country. That's where we really excel. That's where we're at. But we're somewhere between ninth and 11th in the number of mama cows uh, compared to other states. But uh, those other states that are ahead of us um, have a lot smaller average herd size yes. for most part. Or there are states like Texas that are tremendous in size and scope and therefore just have a lot more land to put cattle on. And they have, they have feeder cattle. They have stalker cattle. Um, they have processing plants. They have cow-calf. We really just have cow-calf. Yeah. And so they have kind of the rest of the industry. But in terms of that... That mama cow having calves, we're certainly one of the nation's leaders and have been for over five, or for close to 500 years, and that's the real story. If Ponce de Leon didn't take his little trip in 1521 and end up here with some cows and some horses and hogs, there wouldn't be any of those in North America, or they would have just had to come later. But they came here first, and we've been doing it longer. Uh, I always saw, I always make fun of my California relatives. I always say, uh, there you go. This is uh, this is my cousin from Florida. I go the original West Coast. That's right. The original one. <laughs> before you guys were even discovered. We were the original West Coast. And uh, again, it's funny you bring that up because when we talk about uh, the wild hog in the state of Florida, I always say you you got to thank the Spanish for that too. Because if Ponce hadn't turned them loose on the way out here, we wouldn't have what we have today for right. the most part. Yep. Uh, so. 
Uh, we, there might be a couple still of farmers and stuff that want to smack him right now, but that's okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just hard so, to believe. It's hard to think about that. You think, oh, you know, the cows that are here and the hogs that are still running around here have been here since the 1500s. We weren't even a country until the 1700s. Yeah. So we, we have a cattleman's member from up in the in that uh, St. Augustine type area that has a herd of of the native cracker cattle. It's the native cattle, to, well, not native, but they. So he had he went and uh, and did some DNA testing on them, and they compared them to a jawbone they found in the bottom of a well in St. Augustine of a cow that was carbon dated to the early 1600s, and they had a DNA match. And so we we have science showing where those native cattle of Florida, what we call native, the Florida cracker cattle, even though they're, of course, from Spanish, yep. date back to those early Spanish cattle. So we have a we have a real valid science-based claim to that. We've had the cattle industry here longer than they have anywhere else. Yeah, but see, the problem is, is we don't have a hunting season for them. <laughs> that's, that's all it is. I think most of those are like, it's like heirlooms. You know, people want them on their ranches because uh, it's well, something special. It's like having a, a, a Ponsefina horse over in a barn somewhere, you know. Right. Not everybody gets to ride it. Only one guy does. Well, but uh, you know. It's like mule-footed hogs. Exactly. They're hard mean, to find. Anymore. They're hard yeah. to find. But the, a know, hog with waddles. Yep. Yeah, they're out there sometimes. You can find them, but it's very rare. And it's it's sad because the people who usually shoot them don't even know what they have. Right, right. You know, and yeah, so, right. uh, but uh, now for what you do out here, well, are you just coming out to uh, bring us a bunch of beef? What, well, well I mean, that's, you're I, not going to try to buy the island, are you? Because we're working on a plan. <laughs> I, wear, I wear a lot of hats, and not, not just because I'm bald, but uh, I... I'm also on the FFA uh, Foundation Board of Trustees. Right. My wife is a past state FFA president. I'm a past state FFA officer. Uh, we are actually the only two past state officers to get married at this facility. God we had us. our wedding here. Yeah. Uh, and so FFA mean, means a lot to us. And, and so we're here supporting uh, FFA, what we believe is the premier leadership organization for young people in this country, certainly in agriculture, but I think even outside of agriculture, it's the premier leadership organization. Well, I was going to say that you you made a good point. You said uh, you said the FFA for for the FFA people, but and what people don't understand about that is is that all those people who are enjoying avocados in California or celery up in Seattle, if it wasn't for somebody who's probably started in the FFA, they wouldn't be enjoying those farm-to-store to or farm-to-home or farm-to-fresh. They wouldn't be enjoying those kinds of things because the FFA has changed and teaches those young people the newest way to grow food, the most efficient way to grow cattle, or most efficient way to do whatever on whatever it is, and nutrition. It's a science. It's not just a bunch of guys running around in overhauls, uh, you know, whipping cows into the back of a trailer. That's right. It's, it's not that way. And I think that a lot of people who are now in, in wildlife management, who are in uh, the that control your deer population, who are the biologists who are working hand-in-hand with DNRs and FWC and all that stuff, they started in the FFA. Yep. They, they didn't just... You know, graduate college with a, a bachelor in their arts degree and then go and become a biologist. So the FFA is not just about cows and chickens. Okay. It's also about uh, herds of elk and bison and everything else that roam this land. Agriculture means one thing, and it's freedom. It's the freedom for folks to do what they want to do, have the jobs they want to do, hunt on the weekends. Because guess what? Without agriculture, everybody would be growing their own farm. 
food in their backyard. Yes. Everybody be growing their own clothes and stuff to make cotton to make their own clothes in the backyard. They be planting trees to cut down to build their house in their backyard. Yeah. Agriculture means the freedom for folks to live our lives because somebody else is out there producing our food and our fiber. Yeah, and the sad part is is that the farmers are, are getting, being reduced every day. It's a sad thing, man. But we're all going to get hungry one of these days. Maybe not us, but our great-great-grandkids are. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live, so stay with us. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Take it away, Knock. We'll be back. We all know that planting a food plot in Florida is hard work. It takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer. And, of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral Online or click the link at bigandwild.com. Polk County Parks and Natural Resources, along with G5 Feed and Outdoors, invites you to Rally in the Valley Saturday, April 7th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Bone Valley, located at 10427 County Road 630 West in Mulberry. Rally in the Valley features demo rides provided by G5 Feed and Outdoors, live music, food, a kid zone, and drawings and giveaways. Don't miss Rally in the Valley at Central Florida's premier ATV park, Bone Valley. For event details, go to bonevalley.com. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck, they choose Brandon Ford, because Brandon Ford stocks more, sells more, and sells for less. So when you're ready for a truck, come see us at Highway 60 and 301 in Tampa, the largest volume Ford F-Series dealer in the entire southeastern United States. 24-7 at BrandonFord.com. If you want to pay less for a Ford truck, that's our business. Welcome back. I would. I'm sorry, I just like ZZ Top. I want to hear this. It's a good song. Uh, it's the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out here at the uh, Florida FFA. 
uh, Leadership Training Center. Where the Beast Feast is happening later on this afternoon. Lots of food, lots of fun. Uh, I saw my children for a little while. They came in. They filled their bellies with a nice, nutritious breakfast. I think I just saw Barrett run by a minute ago. And uh, they have disappeared out into the wilderness, which out here is perfectly fine. I don't have to worry about... I don't have to worry about uh, them getting run over by a car or, you know, getting snatched up off the street or nothing like that. They're out here in the woods running around like kids should be running around in the sunshine and fresh air. Yes. And um, we were talking a little bit about uh, some of the cattle and stuff like that here in the state of Florida and what the FFA actually does. But poor Tom has been hanging on, man. What a great guy. Patient man. Tom. Tom, you still there, my friend? I sure am. What's going on, man? They Oh, um, yeah! I'm, I'm torturing my poor property manager in Missouri, making him feel like a like a farmer these days. With all the you know, we've hit the the time to put the seed in the ground up in Missouri. Yeah, we were talking yep. about that a little while ago. You should be oh, putting yeah. some of that. You should be putting oh, yeah. some. We're put putting, some of those blocks. Well, unfortunately, I'm in a you know chronic wasting uh, disease. Yeah, Missouri's. Pattern, so oh, I that's right. I can't put out. Now, this is my favorite part of the whole thing. I'm not allowed to put out minerals for the deer, but all my neighbors who run cattle can put out blocks for their mineral blocks for their cows. So, yeah, you just you know, need you to buy to, you a you couple of cows and put a couple of cows on the property. It say, says, no deer allowed next to the mineral blocks you know, on the cattle property. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that'll yeah. work just fine. That deer will walk up and he go, oh, sorry. the sign dude. that the guy had on his corn pile. This corn yes. pile is for birds and squirrels. Any deer molesting this corn pile will be yeah, shot. Yeah, it'll be shot. Exactly. Get, yeah. it, 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 it works just about as well as, you know, a gun-free zone sign. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, just about as good. <laughs> well, uh, so now, uh, how much more are you going to plant this year? I mean, you did a well, really good job by, last year. By the end, by the, uh, by the end of uh, this, uh, by Wednesday, we'll have all our seed in the ground for this spring and because uh, we have a, a bunch of rain coming in so we wanted to finish it up and unfortunately i can't i can't help because i'm still recovering from this shoulder surgery so yeah uh, you know what a- so unfortunately he's on he's on his own because i have to get this shoulder right for september 1st to be out there with bill at uh, you know the timbers at chama for my archery elk hunt, so I don't have to buy one of those devil arrow slinging crossbow machines. <laughs> I can help you with that. What do you uh, What do you guys plant uh, for your spring and we're, summer plots? We're plant We're planting a, a bunch of stuff. We're doing uh, We're doing uh, a bunch of legumes. Uh, we're planting five acres of clover. Uh, we've got some things going in for to help the tur- to reestablish our turkey population. We're we're planting whistleback uh, and chufa uh, on a lot on on you know small quarter acres on all of our our main food plots to give the turkey something to to, to look forward to. Um, you know, just a, just a real good variety. We're trying to see what you know. This is the first year we're really going hard on the spring plots. So we're planning a variety to see what what grows and uh, and what the, what the deer like, but what also our soil puts out the best uh, you know bang for our buck. Um, we're also planting uh, the Egyptian wheat screens on uh, a lot of our fields to, to yeah. around the stands to give us a better better uh, entry and exit without you know blowing up what's ever in the food plots. So I'm interested to see how that you know the videos online look fantastic. With this Egyptian weed, I'm just trying going to see how it grows in my soil conditions. 
There you well, go. Well, you know, it's a shame that uh, you know animal killers like you don't really care about the animals on their property. Uh, you know, I you know it's it's all, it's, it's, it, it's, all it's all about you know about me and killing that one deer. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, that one deer that cost you about a thousand dollars a pound. Yeah, uh, but you know, oh, I, I, I wish I, I wish it only cost me a thousand dollars a pound. Well, you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those misnomers that I just when I hear people talk about you know the the bloodthirsty hunter and the guy who does that, they don't. What guy, what person that you know of that's, let's say, the ante has put in a tenth of the effort that Tom has put in just on his property alone, not just to make it more beautiful, but also to feed the wildlife, make them nutritious, make them have more babies, do whatever. And you know what? I guarantee you that with his shoulder surgery and everything else, uh, if Tom couldn't hunt for the next three years, he would still do the same thing every single year. But but not hunt it. You know what I'm saying. Even though he may not be killing, he would certainly well, be supplying. I get I get enough. Uh, I get enough. I get as much pleasure as one of my kids harvesting a deer. And then sure. you know we've uh, we we do bring out uh, you know uh, disabled hunters. Uh, we were uh, on uh, hunting the country uh, just uh, about six eight weeks ago. Uh, they filmed an episode of hunting mossy oaks hunting the country. They filmed on our property, so that That's was right. that was fun. And uh, you know, there's, there's, there. I get, you know, if I you pull, the work starts when you, you pull a trigger or you or you sling an arrow. So up up until then, yeah. it's all fun and games. Yeah, well, the work. Uh, see, I tell everybody the opposite. For guys like you and me, the work's already been put in with planting the food plots and filling the feeders and doing all the other stuff. <laughs> to me, the payoff is. You know what's really sad about that? that sucker. You know what's really sad about that, Tom, is that uh, I think. Ninety percent of Jonathan's uh, Facebook videos that he's put up on our page are him on a tractor. The other, you don't see any of them hardly out hunting. It's all on tractor. It's all getting stuff ready to but, go, getting well, prepared. And, and, but to Tom's point, I know you probably feel the same way about it that I do. I get enjoyment out of tilling the ground. It was kind of like what we were talking about with our backgrounds with FFA and stuff like that. I get enjoyment out of tilling the ground, sure. planning. Oh, it's- you it's know, so much doing fun trying to to come up with a plan and figure out what you're going to plant where and how how it all ties together. And exactly. Then, and then when you when you do finally, you know, you know, as long as the good Lord provides some rain, uh, you know, have something come up out of the ground. You know, uh, it's 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 really cool to watch watch animals, uh, you know, benefiting from what you did. It's it's just yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's yeah, what you're supposed to do, according to that black book with the white pages and the words written in red. red yeah. That's what yeah. you're supposed to be doing. It ain't sending ten dollars in for a T-shirt, uh, you know, saying save the bales. So you know, it's yeah. it's 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 the hard work and the sweat equity. Well, well I got to bring it up. I mean, uh, with the surgery coming up and everything, and already done. Are you rehabbing? It's done. Uh, it's I, done. I'm in. I'm in physical therapy. Uh, you know, there's there's talk of them letting me uh, start trying to pull the bow uh, next week. So you know, I'm, I'm doing everything the doctors say. You know, I had to have the rotator cuff repaired, the labrum repaired, bone spurs ground out. They took a quarter inch off my clavicle. Wow. Uh, so yeah, so I had I got the 25 cent package. Well, you know what? You could have probably done that for free last night at the Alice well, Cooper the band, concert. The bands, uh, all I can say is the workout bands are going to be your best friend. Yeah, workout bands are good. But yeah. I, I saw, I, I was saying that he could probably get it done last night really cheap at the yeah. Alice Cooper show last oh, night. Oh, yeah, that, that, you know, you can't really call that a concert. That, that is, that is a show <laughs> that I, that was unbelievable. Uh, that, you know, that is, that, you know, 
as a kid growing up in the '80s, listening, you know, all the, the the rock and roll and Alice Cooper and everything, and that that was one of the most fun concerts I've ever been to. It was so funny. I saw his post this morning. He was like, "Somebody got out of there since we were at the show." He goes, "Dude, I was in the front row." How about front that? Row, man. <laughs> How about that? He's like, I'm in the front row. Uh, that was awesome, man. Well, listen, I know that you're uh, going to be headed out to Chama. Are you taking a daughter with you or all of your kin? No, you- unfortunately, I'm losing my hunting buddy this year. She uh, is going to be heading off to Colorado State to study wildlife biology in the Honors College out at Colorado State. So, unfortunately, we can't. she can't play hooky like she did in high school. Yeah. So, um, because, you know, I've been laid up and I haven't been able to get out to Missouri, to, you know, with this damaged shoulder and then the sub- subsequent surgery, as a thank you for my loyal property manager, Dave Hines, out there, uh, I'm actually going to take him to Chama and, and let him let him hunt an elk with me because what? he is, uh, he is, uh, kept, kept the, the farm going, as it were, uh, nice. during my injury. So, uh, you know, you I, I, owe, I owe him big time, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, make sure that I take care of him. Well, she's gonna study animals, though. I mean, to me, an elk hunt's a perfect study for her to do. Well, some I, didn't she's in I didn't, I didn't say we weren't going to hunt elk in Colorado. I'm just saying she <laughs> can't, she can't she's just not hunt going to elk in New Mexico during yeah. that time. So, yeah, you know, and... that's that's my first when I take her up for her orientation here in August. Uh, well, excuse me, in July. Uh, that's the that's. Dad's mission number two, after getting getting the child taken care of, is to, is to figure out who the local guides are, what do they hunt, and what do I got to do to get tagged. <laughs> you know what? I have to go look through one of my old Colorado's phones. Colorado's not hard. I'll have to look through one of my old phones, but I have uh, Paul Gruber's number, and uh, he's out there in Beaverton, Colorado, and he's like, Braden, if you ever want to come out and shoot an elk, just let me know. You can do it right off my back porch. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so maybe well, I can I, hook I, you up with... He was. Uh, he's a old buccaneer. I did find out that Ava can take her bow with her. I just have to rent a locker at the at the the uh, Colorado State. Uh, you know, they, at the the campus police office office, they have lockers so that we can take her bow out, keep it in in her uh, in her in a locker, and she just can check it in and out since uh, she'll be living in the dorms. And that way, she uh, she specifically asked about that so that she could keep up with her archery skills. How funny. So. That is funny, man. It's kind of like uh, being a, an Olympic shooter over in Japan. You have to come get your gun and check it out, check it in. Yeah, check but it what out, does that in. tell you about? Co- have you heard anything happen at Colorado State with any issues with people trying to do stupid stuff with a bow? I don't uh, yes, think so. Unfortunately, there well, there was a there was an off campus shooting uh, a few months ago where uh, you know I guess it was some a love triangle type situation blew up. Oh gosh, Colorado! Some Colorado State kids were killed. I haven't heard of any knee jerk reactions in terms. Terms of, of gun laws, but uh, it will be something that we that we're going to look at while we're out there to see what nice. uh, we can and can do. I thought all that legal marijuana was supposed to chill all those guys out. I'm sorry, I don't, maybe from, it's from not. What all the people in Fort Collins that I'm talking to is is it what it's done? It's it's brought a whole bunch of people from California to the area. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I'm not, sure. Not necessarily in a good way. Yeah, well, Tom, we got to take a break, man. Take care of that hey, shoulder, thank you guys, and do Love some rehab, show. man. Thank you so much Thank for calling much. in. Hey, hey listen, call us, call us again. you got a fishing deal coming up pretty soon, right? You get that? That's right. Make a difference fishing tournament. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're, we've got an auction coming up, and then we're gearing up for our, we got the next uh, Saturday, we've got the City of Largo tournament, and after that, in October, we got the Big Clearwater tournament. Very cool. Well, we'll talk more about it, man, next week, and uh, if you give Will us a do. chance we'll to talk call. Talk to you later. 
See you, Tommy. All right, we're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. I'm Brad Horn. Grab your goggles and riding gear, load up the kids, and hang on, because it's time to rally in the valley. Things are going to get dirty at Bone Valley ATV Park Saturday, April 7th, with free admission, food, live music, kid zone, drawings, and giveaways, plus test drive Textron's latest ATVs and side-by-sides. On Sunday, five bucks gets you through the door and free test drives. It's all sponsored by Polk County Parks and Rec, G5 Feeding Outdoor, and Textron Off-Road. Follow Bone Valley ATV Park on Facebook for updates and info, g5feedingoutdoor.com. Man, I really wish I had somebody to design my business cards or even a sign for my truck. Boy, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed in 3D lettering and signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help your business grow. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot, boy. Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level 3 instructor for our youth and adult programs, and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for power, performance, and precision engineering... You damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless pursuit of adventure. With suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Florida ranks first in number of sportsmen and anglers with 3.15 million that spend 5.9 billion a year supporting over 94,000 jobs? Did you know that sportsmen and women contribute nearly 8 million to the economy every single day, adding more than 2.9 billion every year for conservation? Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Brayden. Welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. John, <laughs> John Swiddle, Braden Gunn, the heavyweights are here. We're joined by one of my buddies, Mr. Dusty Holly. 
Uh, Good to be here this morning. Gordon is over here pulling what little bit of hair he has out left, but that's okay. We're okay. We're doing good. Here at the uh, LTC, 5000 Fire Tower Road, Haines City, Florida, the suburbs, uh, as I like to call it. Does your producer, Mr. Gordon, have a nickname? Something catchy that the listeners go with? No, we're just Gordon. Gordon Bob. That's that's my suggestion. Though. I kind of like it. See, he was grinning. very, he was very good at nicknames back in the day. Yeah, so, so back back when we met. Penchant for stuff. We met, we were talking about this earlier, 24 years ago at another great FFA event. Oh, my gosh. Florida FFA Forestry Camp. Yes. Where, they, where some very brave ag teachers are stuck with hundreds of, of kids. kids. For, we were in the eighth grade going in the five ninth, days. For five days in Alino <laughs> State Park. More ticks per capita than anywhere else oh I've ever been gosh. in my life. That's because they don't burn that place but, enough. That's right. Yeah. But but a tremendous. I, I think since then they've 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 uh, started setting more fires than they put out, which is a, a very a positive yeah. in, in a lot of areas. Yeah. And uh, uh, I actually again those tie-ins. I've kind of spread my uh, my brother-in-law is the is the area forester for over here in this this part of the world, and and he certainly uh, yes uh, believes in setting more fires and putting out for proper. Well, proper I all, I, all I remember about forestry camp, or one of the funniest things I remember about forestry camp, they had the gong. And Dusty can help me out on this. The gong was basically a scallop display that they had hanging in the center of camp. That's right. And that was for it was for waking you up. It was for calling you for meals. It was for it was like the coolest thing to steal the gong. That's right. And <laughs> it was like the the holy grail. That was we. I mean, of course, we participated in that once or twice. Yes. But the funny thing was the thing that I remember the most is. The last night we were there for the dance, they're like, okay, don't steal the gong. Don't steal. Of course, somebody had to steal the gong. Right. So we go from, we, we switch sides. So we went from being the heels to being the heroes because then we had to go and fight the gong so that we could have a dance that night. That's right. That's so, right. But that's just one of the few... Yeah, we had some good times over the years. That wasn't uh, here, though. That was uh, someplace no. else. Oh, yeah, we've got several stores here. Park in High Springs. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you could, we, we don't want to get in trouble telling those, but uh, <laughs> but we certainly we certainly could tell a lot of stories uh, about a lot of different things. Well, you've been here as long. Me and you have been here, like you said. It's I cannot lear- I cannot fathom or swallow the fact that I could say we've been, not only know we've been friends for 25 years, right? but we were here from the start. And I mean, okay. I remember doing the penny harvest. I remember. I, I, I helped lay the sod around the pool yeah. area. I mean, I remember. Well, I mean, I remember the work days we work had days, out here right. and stuff like yeah. that doing. Yeah. And I remember when, you know, even this, the, the Bartley building. Oh, this was now, just a concept. Yeah, this was just an, it was an idea. I mean, this was just a lawn. Right. And it's to see. To see it grow and to be like me and you have been with like our dads and other people sure, like certainly. that, that we can say, you know, we remember in high school when we had Greenleaf was at state convention. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some stories there. Oh, a lot of stories there. My, my state convention, both when I got elected and when I retired, was at Greenleaf. And so uh, we certainly have some memories. Oh, okay. Memories and and um, Mom just texted me and said, uh, what about Washington, D.C.? Oh, we but, should tell. If you have time to tell a good story, we should tell that. You would what? You tore up your knee. Oh, uh, ankle. 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 Football. Yes. And uh, we both were at Washington Leadership Conference in Washington, D.C. for FFA. And I'm not a small guy. Now I'm about to stand up straight. I'm 6'2", and uh, my weight is a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a little fella, 
but I mean you that, never were little. I was so. never real little, but I, I was only about five nine when I graduated high school, so I wasn't overly overly tall. Uh, I grew a lot after. But anyway, we were up in Washington D.C. We were probably sophomores, I think, in high school, and uh, and so we're. Uh, no, no, no. I was, we're going in our senior years. Maybe we were. Maybe yeah. we were older. Yeah, senior years. Anyway, we're up there, and we've been up there all week, and we've been doing the FFA thing with the leadership training stuff. We've been seeing some real historical sites. It's been a great trip. Well, poor Jonathan has been in a wheelchair the whole time with his leg from, from the ankle injury. So we've been pushing him around D.C. everywhere. Well, Capitol Hill, as you so know. So you were Lieutenant Dan. Yes, yes. Dude, no, dude, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> The, the wheelchair detail, don't let him lie to you, okay? The wheelchair detail, well, was, it, was a it was great because all the girls were hanging around with us because, of course, you know, may, maybe may, maybe we were playing the sympathy, sympathy cards. Sympathy, maybe. They had, the, had the sympathy right. cast on? Maybe. Right. So, so anyway, so Capitol Hill, if you've ever been to D.C., especially on the, on the uh, south side of, of where the house office buildings are, is extremely steep. Yeah. So we decide had to clean the pipes up. that we need to we need to run this wheelchair down Capitol Hill as fast as I can push it and he can ride it. So down we go and it's looking good for a few hundred yards and then we start sure drift. enough we drift a little and the right front wheel of this wheelchair gets in one of those tree planters. And so we went yeah. over tea kettle, yeah, and uh, in a pretty big wreck right there in front of God and everyone in FFA official dress, uh, in front of the Capitol Police. It was it was it was it was uh, blue. The Capitol, yeah, it was blue corduroy and knees and elbows flying everywhere, yeah. man. Yeah. And uh, we got the, some of the sympathy went away because I think they realized we were a little goofy, but. Uh, uh, well, no, I remember getting a lot of sympathy, but then you were you were laid over there going, "Hey, I'm I'm hurt too." Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm hurt too. <laughs> yeah, but I'm in a back uh, brace now. Uh, we it was a it was a pretty good wreck. You know what's things coming full circle? I spent uh, four and a half years in Washington D.C. and 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 mm-hmm. and ran the legislative side of congressional office some years later, from 2008 through into 2012. And so it's kind of funny. I'm up there running down Capitol Hill, and then. I walk that way every day to my job in those offices. So it's it's kind of funny how how that stuff's been. Give me a nice little memory every time you have to go walk yeah. up to Capitol Hill. That's which right. Sure Everybody's was so probably always good. looking at him, wondering why he was laughing and grinning like that. That's right. Person. I mean, you know, and, and 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 I enjoy working there. That 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 experience is invaluable. But let me tell you, anybody who ever tells you they understand how or why government works and they've never done it. They're lying to you. It's 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 so complex and different and nuanced and and. Uh, oh, you think uh, everybody thinks you could just stand up in the middle of uh, the hallway and go, "This is how it should be." Right, and right, somebody right. hears it and they go, "Well, let's write up a bill and take it right to the president's office right. and, and he'll sign yeah, it." Right. And, yeah, you right. Know, I mean, you got to remember, sure. we grew up watching. Uh, you know, uh, I'm just a bill. Oh, right. yeah, Bill, I'm sitting here on Capitol Hill, and, uh, you <laughs> know, right. it, it, made it, it made it sound so easy. But the when you have committees and all that other crap and everything else that goes along with it, you know, it just takes the wheels of progress really slow. But right. uh, I will say this. Uh, these kinds of stories happen all the time out here at the FFA Leadership Training Center. Oh, sure. Uh, because this, the roots of this area that is a gem in the middle of nowhere that nobody seems to know about. It's almost like, uh, you know, if you're not in the FFA, you don't know about this place. And that's why I'm trying to tell uh, 
people about this place. It was the same thing about Lake Panasofsky. When we started talking about Panavista Lodge, so many people that lived huh? in Sebring and Lake Wales <laughs> right. and even in Tampa and St. Petersburg had never, ever even heard of right. Panavista Lodge. And now, because of our uh, efforts, we, we've kind of pooched ourselves because now we have to call Mr. Jim up uh, months in advance to see right. if we can get our own cabin. Well, this place ho- hosts and wants to host more corporate events, team building events, small business, large business, medium business. They can fill you out. They can put you up. They can feed you. They can provide you with outdoor activities. They can yeah. give you rooms to have executive board meetings or or big yeah. presentations and trainings. Well, that's what I said. You yeah. Can, you can do turkey banquets, Ducks Unlimited, right. Friends of the NRA banquet. One thing I did not know is that uh, they actually uh, they do do uh, bass fishing out here on Lake yeah, Pierce. That's right. I always looked at Lake Pierce as kind of like a private little lake. You know what I mean? There's there's not oh, a lot of great fishing. There's not Speck a lot of buildings around too. here at mm-hmm. all. There's not. Of course, there's the island cabin out there that tells you one thing. That's but, right. Uh, it's it's a lake that's three thousand eight hundred acres, so it's not. A small little lake. Uh, it has a diverse, diverse, diverse ecosystem too, with Catfish Creek coming into it. Uh, you know, it's yeah, well. I, I was sitting here and I was looking at the website. I didn't notice that if you know, if you're a a bass master or a member, or you have a charter, or you have a chapter of a bass fishing crew, or something like that, or a club, you can even schedule your meetings out here uh, to do it out here. But you could also Hold tournaments out here on this lake. You Boat launch and everything. You don't have to go to Camp Mac every single time to go do a tournament. You don't have to go to, you know, Lower Kissimmee and all that stuff to do it every time. There's little places like this uh, that that'll host a tournament right here. You got a Certainly. boat ramp. You got the facilities. You can sleep right here. Have your boats lined up on the dock. Bang, boom, bomb, and you're gone. That's right. Uh, I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to put 200 boats out there, but a 50 boat, 70 they'll boat tournament. Out. 3,800 acres, that's plenty of room to fish out mm-hmm. there. And uh, I, I, I just they have 200 boats show up, I got one thing to say to them. What? Be at the launch early. Yeah, really early. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, show up with a kayak. Yeah. Just slip in between the two of them. But, uh, somebody, somebody set up a camera to look like the 4th of July in Miami at a boat ramp. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Have you ever done that? That's good people watching. Oh, well, That is good people watching. We talk about it every year. It doesn't matter. I've done Fourth it. Fourth of July, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We always we always do this segment called Don't Be That Guy. Ooh, you know, right. Don't Be That Guy who, uh, you know, puts their four-year-old on the boat. If you can't back a trailer, <laughs> yeah, get out of the way. Lawn chair and a cooler, the beverage of your choice, go to Miami Fourth of July and just sit at the boat ramp. Oh, Please. I, I, I Once in your life, do it. Be total chaos. It's, out a, it's amazing. Or as they say, pandemonium. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got to take a quick break. We are on the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're broadcasting live out here at the uh, Florida FFA Leadership Training Center. If uh, When we come back from break, we'll give you a little more detailed instructions on how to get here. And uh, you can go check out the website and all that kind of good stuff. We'll give you that info when we come back. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors. And, of course, the great and wonderful folks out there, Brandon Ford. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 
270 WSM. 280 Ackley Improved. 7mm WSM. 338 Win Mag. And the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory loaded, truly match accurate ammunition with Doppler radar verified best in class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance as well as the best extended range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife, Christine, pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on. And welcome back, Big and Wild Outdoors. Jonathan Swindle, Braden Gunn. We've got a good friend, Dusty Holly. Gordy standing here, knocks back on the board. And well, I guess it's we're coming to the end here, folks. So, oh, and in, in, a, in a small, small world twist. Yeah, we just found I, out something interesting here. I was a teaching assistant in graduate school of the wonderful producer Gordy Bob, and I actually graded some of his papers. <laughs> he did <laughs> in Cal Calf class. That's right. Oh All my gosh, you were in Cal Calf class. I was. That's right. Doctor Todd Allen Thrift. Thrift. Why were you, okay? Why was Gordon? And I, I was call, now I am going to call you Gordy Bob probably for the rest okay. of the time. Uh, GB. So why? Why was uh, Gordy Bob in Cal Calf class? I was a animal science major up in UF. That to specialize. I in knew me. Well, that really worked out for you in the Air Force, didn't it? I admit, yeah. yeah, it's all coming back to me now. That's <laughs> Jeez, that's a shot to the knees. Well, you know what? I'm just saying that if you continue that, once you're done uh, messing around with airplanes, take your GI Bill, go back, and then you could uh, you go do your thing. Yeah. You want to get back? He can work with you, the cattle. Right, there you go. There's a number. Animal science degree is very is very versatile. It really is. There's so much stuff that applies to the type of science that we went through and had to deal with and learn. Like I said, even on the on the wildlife side, I mean, deer are ruminants. I'm sure, their browsers like a goat, but uh, but they're still ruminant. And so, understanding that, you're understanding understanding those animals too. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that Gordy Bob actually. Once he gets done messing around with airplanes, he goes and joins the FWC. We need guys like him out in the woods. My grandfather he'd be perfect for that. He'd be the perfect FWC guy. My grandfather was a game warden for 28 years. Uh, he uh, 
when he retired, there's a plaque in their house house that says uh, the best damn game warden the state of Florida ever has had is when they gave him when they retired. Is he Doug McGuckin? No. He ain't Doug McGuckin. <laughs> he, he can't get that plaque. His name's Erli Sullivan, but the plaque's there. Jonathan's seen it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, That's because he was a poacher first? Uh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. We kind of grew up in the woods, know the woods. Well, and, that's uh, what I'm saying. The and, best, uh, best officers usually started life as a poacher. That's right. The well, best revenuers started out as guys in well, the Well, you know, feeding so. their families and stuff back yeah. then. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, living off the land. And that you was know, part Doug of it. McGuckin, they couldn't catch him. So they said, you know what? Let's just hire the fool. And, and, and uh, well, it turned and, uh, out to be uh, unbelievable. Yeah. And, I mean, like Dusty's point, to Dusty's point, it's kind of the evolution of the state and of the position because people back then, if they needed food, they shot it. They went they out got and got it. it. Yeah. They needed meat. Guess what? Yeah. The cow wasn't ready to butcher, so we're going to go out. We're going to shoot a deer. Well, it's like the sustainable lifestyles that uh, some Alaskans still do. You know, when they, uh, you know, when they need food, they go get it. There's no grocery stores. Yeah. You, know, you, you can't just ride down to Winn Dixie or Publix. You know, you got to you got to go get your uh, eggs your out protein. of the field, or right. whether it be goose eggs or. Teal or swan or whatever it is, it may not be chicken eggs, but it'll be eggs or something. Seagulls, for all you know, you know, it's whatever. Eggs for eggs. Yeah, when you scramble them, they all look the same. Uh, but uh, speaking of food, I did want to go over it again. We are out at the Beast Feast today, out here at the uh, FFA Leadership Training Center. Uh, easiest way for most people to get here. Get off. You got to go 27. Okay, either north or south, whichever way you're coming. If you're coming north on 27 from like let's say 60, if you're coming that way or you're coming from I-4 and you're coming down, uh, what you need to do is you need to find uh, what is it 466 I think it is or 460 something, and you turn left or turn right depending on which way you're going north or south. But the easiest way to do it is to find Lake Hatchnahal Road mm-hmm. and Fire Tower Road because that'll get you right here. And uh, if you want more information for it, all you have to do is go to uh, FLALTC.org. FLALTC, that stands for Leadership Training Center. Uh, so Florida Leadership Training Center.org. And they have a map, they have everything, they have the facilities, they have lots of great, wonderful pictures on there. And they can tell you how to get here. And uh, I think the Beast Feast starts a little bit this afternoon. 11 o'clock. 11, 11. o'clock. And so. Um, Silent auction, live auction, raffles, 50 50s. I mean. Oh, it's, yeah, it's on. Yeah, but that stuff is going to get crazy afterwards. And when I say crazy, I mean, seriously, they're going to have probably more firearms uh, to be auctioning off this year than any other year. Plus, the big item that everybody's going to be standing around watching to see what happens is the island. Uh, Lake Pierce, 3,800-acre lake in the middle of it. Actually, in the north, it's over in the north uh, section of it, right? Mm-hmm. That island up there? North that way. No, it's not. The yes, road sir. goes that way. That's north right there. It's north. Okay, whatever. <laughs> east is rising east. The sun's right there, so why wouldn't that be north? It's north. That's north. North that way. I promise you. <laughs> All right, whatever. It's a good thing we're not in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, check and see what, what side that is. But... Uh, well, I know the lake is right there, so yeah. that's yeah. my point yeah. at the yeah. lake. So uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to go from that direction. Anyway, there's an <laughs> island in the middle of the lake. 
that's for sale. Yep. Uh, the yeah. family is uh, that's going to sell first. We're going to sell that first. And I think the uh, what was the did you hear the reserve? Two K two hundred thousand. Okay, that's, that's yeah. just yeah. So that's it's, it's one and a half acre la- one and a half acre island. Depending on how wet or dry it is. Well, that's true. You could be buying more land. But there's uh, a there's a home on there, right, or a cabin. There is there's, there's a, cabin. a cabin. Just a little bit of work. I mean, it could be really nice. It's it's livable. It's livable right now. Well, it's but a, a little bit of money, and it could be real nice. Yeah. But now it's got a thirty foot barge that comes. Thirty with foot it. barge that comes with it. Well, that right there is probably worth about twenty five, thirty grand. You can, bar- oh. you can you can float you know float your your vehicle, your tractor, your Whatever over there, take it over. Yeah, party that's how, barge. That's how the and lights the fish get camp. Filled. The fish camp here is right. Based, you say right across the stream. It's right, literally right, yeah, right there. Four hundred yards. Right, yeah. right. From the Jennings Fish Camp area, or you can get to it from, of course, anywhere else in the lake. Yeah. So y'all want be be careful. It, it's certainly a uh, it, it's certainly a neat island, and we're looking forward to to, to having new owners really, uh, you know. Take good care of it, and I think whoever buys it, this this leadership training center and the Florida FFA Foundation would, you know, uh, work with them and want to be good neighbors and know sure. who they are and exactly. participate and stuff together. So I, I think uh, whoever comes and buys it, you're certainly going to have a good neighbor here. I, I would love to uh, hit the lottery, win that thing, and just make a kids fishing camp on it. That's It'd be perfect for that. Yeah, perfect. just you know, build bunk houses out there and run you, just, run you two or three docks off. And, yeah, and yeah. and uh, te- that way you could get their budding certificate. And all that stuff right there, something like that, which, you know, I think Rabbo was the only guy that was even doing something even remotely close to that with the kids' finish fantasy fish camp. Right. I don't know anybody that does any of that stuff anymore. No, that's yeah. a great idea. If you're not uh, relying on Uncle Bill or, uh, you know, kids like the like uh, Kyle who called in earlier, you know, getting kids involved in fishing tournaments where a 14-year-old that does have a certificate can get out there and get started. That's a great opportunity for them to continue on in that because I will tell you that some of the greatest times in my life was when it was just me and my boat heading out across Riviera Bay, going out to Sweden Island as a 14, 15, 16-year-old. I couldn't drive a car, so right. this is my getaway. Right. Certainly. You know, and we couldn't ride dirt bikes, you know, across the street anymore. So for all of us neighborhood kids to get out there and get in our freedom machines and just pull that cord and right. across the lake. Hey, look how you turned out. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> you know, that's what's funny to me. Everything is so relative. So, like, uh, you know, I didn't grow up on the salt water. I grew up around creeks and lakes and stuff like that. And well, I did, too, as a little, little kid. And, but, 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 you know, you know, you hear about that, and I, and I think that's great, the, the 12 and 13 14-year-olds that have been around the water so much and able to take their own boats out and go and fishing. And, and to a lot of people out there in the world, they say, man, that, you know, that's too young. That's dangerous. But then you think about my life. You know, I'm five or six years old. I'm horseback in the Green Swamp Management Area, 45,000 acres, one cross fence. We had the cattle on it. And I might be horseback holding up cattle, you know, 100 head of cow holding there while the rest of the family was riding looking for more cows, and I'm sitting there for two or three hours by myself. And people may think, that's crazy. Yeah. But to me, that's that's how I was raised. Yeah, but the also and, thing is, is uh, now the responsibility, the responsibility yeah. and being able to do that in a situation, how comfortable that makes you. And I don't that's care right. if it's a business situation or sure. stand out in the middle of the woods. You take somebody who's never done that, right. never done anything on their own, never been that kid who 
got to take off and play in the mangroves all day. Right. And go drop them in the middle of the woods and see how they act. That's right. That's out, out, That's it's all it's all <laughs> relative. Out. It's all relative. They yeah. freak out. They and, freak, and to freak we out. Need, they need more of that exposure. Exactly. You and know? do it on your own and get out there and do it. That's why people need safe spaces because they don't get to do that stuff. Oh whatever, right. man. My safe, my, my safe space was my safe space was sixteen feet long, three and a half feet wide, and had a five or ten horsepower Honda on the back That's of it. That's right. You know I mean? mm-hmm. So some people that I know that I know well and respect and are good folks, we were talking about the you know, the recent stuff that moved through Tallahassee, uh, dealing with guns and they you know, somebody said, Oh, you know, they were they were fine with being some someone being twenty one before they could own and buy one, this and that and, and, and they and these people think a lot of a lot of me and I said, You know I got my first twenty two when I was four. Yeah. And they kind of looked and said, well, there. and I said, look, man, whenever you're saying, th- think about this, you know people that you're very comfortable with around guns who started a lot earlier than that and have been, and, you know, people just don't think about that. Yeah. And, and I got a six-year-old sitting in my lap and three weeks, two weeks ago, she shot a twenty-two pistol for the first time. There you go. So, I mean. There you go. But my, you know, my, I mean, my 10-year-old got his 7-millimeter eight. so, uh, yeah, but his first 22, right. I think it was around 6. I killed my first deer running running in front of dogs at 10 years old. Yep. I mean, that's, you know, that's just, yeah. That, that's that's how we're raised and how, it, and how it's different. Yeah, and I think that in a, in a situation where uh, a lot more people need to go do those things, and even even the granola crunchers and stuff like that, they'll tell you. I call them true believers. Well, whatever they are, I mean, <laughs> I don't care if they have hair down to their right. their waist and they're right. out there climbing rocks. They'll tell you the same thing. That alone yeah. time, that learning, sure. that experience Getting of being in out nature. there and doing it, uh, that's where we can agree on it. Now, whether they want to go shoot a deer, that's one thing. Well, I don't want to that's call right. up the side of uh, El Capitan. I have no passion to do that. Me either. But you know what? I could stand there all day and watch somebody do it. That's right. I mean, I would be like going, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I watched them do it on Devil's Tower for hours. I was just like, look at that crazy guy climbing up that thing. That is awesome. They don't make ropes and hooks that hold me. They have to use logging chains. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We we, we know the guys at Sims Crane. We're all good. (laughs) All right. We'll get you up there. All right. We got to get out of here. Thank you so much, everybody who called in. Tom Freak, I hope your shoulder feels better. Jonathan, thank you. Uh, Glenn, take care of that too. Jennifer and everybody else, thanks for doing whatever. And uh, we'll be praying for you, Ginger. We're all good. Yep. All right. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're going to go eat and go play in the woods. We hope you go do the same thing. We'll see you guys next weekend. Bye, you guys. See you. Bye, Jonathan. Bye. Bye, bye, Gordon. Thanks, Dusty. Bye, no Dusty. Problem. G5 Feed and Outdoors is pleased to be the premier fully authorized repair and warranty dealer for Arctic Cat ATVs and side-by-sides in the West Central Florida and Tampa Bay area. G5's wide selection of Arctic Cat ATVs and other off-road vehicles are all designed to handle anything that Mother Nature dishes out. The Arctic Cat TBX, Prowler, and HDX offer power steering, easy switch, two-wheel, four-wheel drive, tilt cargo beds, built-in receivers, and payloads between 300 and 1,000. Pounds. The Wildcat, Mud Pro, and XC450 are powerhouse performers with superior traction, suspension, and handling. And the ever-popular Altera Series continues to lead the way in value and reliability for tons of uses. So load up the hunting gear, stack up your camping supplies, haul your feed and farm supplies, or just load up the family and hit the trailer mud hole for a day of fun and adventure because G5 and Articat has you covered. Stop in today and see the whole lineup just west of Plant City at 4960 U. U.S. Highway 92 and online at G5FeedAndOutdoors.com. And be sure to follow G5 on Facebook for even more great products.
Boy, my business really could use some signs and maybe even some business cards. Man, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed and 3D lettering signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help you. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign parent. Yeehaw! Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2, St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276 CX, Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221 DW.